welcome to this podcast with myself, David McCann, and Peter Donaghy. We're going to go through the key constituencies and the boundary changes and what you should be looking out for as we head towards the 2024 general election. We're going to be looking at what some of these changes mean, what this could end up being for the main contest, and also are there any surprise constituencies that we should be keeping an eye on in the lead up to the uh, general election, which is set to be held within the next 12 months. So as I was saying, we've got the numbers analyst and guru, Peter Donaghy, to go through all of this. And we're just doing this for a bit of fun, really, because um, we're both nerds and we're going to go through and compare notes on the recent, uh, on the on the next general election. So Peter, you're very, very welcome. And uh, just to start off, with the constituency with the most change, the most change out of any of them um, in boundary changes, um, uh, which is South Belfast and Mid Down, which is the new name of the constituency. So it's had um, it's had the biggest amount of changes. Peter, what do you make of the changes coming in and what this could mean to the demographics of um, electoral demographics of South Belfast? It is currently one of the safest seats in Northern Ireland. Claire Hanna won South mm-hmm. Belfast. With uh, with more than fifty seven percent of the vote last time, uh, many points ahead of her nearest rival Emma Pengelly. So, what do you make of the ch- boundary changes in South uh, South Belfast? Um, thanks very much, David. Well, I suppose uh, first of all, on a, on a vaguely Halloween theme, uh, it's quite clearly when you look at the, the map of Bel- uh, South Belfast and, and Mid Down, it looks a little bit like a, a ghost. Uh, certainly, I think you, you can draw, draw, draw a couple eyes on it, and you could you could certainly hang it outside your house as a Halloween decoration. Um, that said, though, um, it uh, certainly I think the changes have made it. Uh, a somewhat more unionist than than than, than South Belfast was, was previously. Um, just with, with with the changes made, I think you know that the, the unionist vote would be up, the, the nationalist vote would be down slightly. Um, Halby, it's, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference um, in in the end. I mean, I think if you look at sort of you know Claire Hannah's um, such a you know crushing majority last time, I, I can't see that the fact that the the seat has become maybe kind of somewhat less favourable. Um, it's it's I think it's maybe. Uh, my my reading of it, and and I guess it, it you know it is only a an estimate from the from the local election results and looking at maybe kind of how the boundaries have changed. I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I think the you know I I would suspect that Claire Hannah will will in the end hold hold the seat quite comfortably. It, it is more going to be along the lines of what will happen if Sinn Fein run. Um, could you start kind of see that sort of fragmented the vote where we saw Emma Little Pengelly won with you know with with quite a low. Um, percentage of the vote uh when when, when she was successful a, a few years ago so i don't think um even though uh, even though it looks looks somewhat somewhat spooky now i don't think it's going to be too scary for claire hannah in in the main i think it is a little bit more difficult uh than it was previously but i think it's good the, the big big question there is will will chain fain run again will that lead to fragmentation of, of the nationalist vote will there be we saw a lot of um a swing from alliance to SDLP last time, so there's definitely a lot of alliance to SDLP tactical voting. The main risks are probably if if Sinn Fein take a, a big chunk out of out of the nationalist vote there, and if if the alliance vote starts to drift back from SDLP to to alliance, that would be the main risk, rather than the boundary changes, which are just maybe not not absolutely not not huge in the context. So I, I think it's kind of you know more or less the similar a similar challenge that it was before the boundary commissions, albeit it, it certainly hasn't helped. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because some of the areas that are coming in there, particularly around Castle Ray, mm-hmm. uh, are very strong DUP areas. They're also decent areas for the Alliance Party as well. So I know Alliance would be a bit more optimistic with some of those 
areas coming in. I mean, some of those areas the SDLP don't even really contest um, at a local election uh, I'm, I'm talking about here. Um, uh, and obviously some of these areas are very strong DUP coming in as well. But you would be overall confident, Peter, that Carhanna, even with these changes and with, with South Belfast as it is, should be confident enough, although not complacent, of getting a second term. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at back at the local elections where, I, I mean, an, an, a number of people, and, and me in particular, was, was quite surprised by the strength of, of the SDLP vote in, in, in Belfast. I mean, it was a, a pretty poor result overall. Um you know, across Northern Ireland, but there were certainly definitely some bright spots in, in and it does seem that the SDLP brand is holding up better in, in the sort of, in the kind of, in the South Belfast area than it is elsewhere. So, I, I mean, absolutely not complacent and it could certainly, for, for the reasons you kind of say there, there's definitely, you know, Alliance and the DEP will, will definitely be having a good go of it um, and, and I think that they will be in with a shout, but I think in the main, I would be somewhat surprised if, if, if Claire Hanna ended up in, you know, if it ended up in that close in the end, I think there is enough of a, a personal vote and there will still be a bit of a, a, mm-hmm. a bit of a, a bit of a tactical vote going on. I, I think from, from, you know, even if Sinn Féin do run, I, th- I think she should be okay. Albeit it will not be the, I, I wouldn't expect that it's going to be the absolute sort of overwhelming, overwhelming, enormous uh, victory mm-hmm. that, that, she, that she had last time. Alliance would have, because I know Alliance would be pretty, because with their assembly election result in South Belfast and over uh, in the neighbouring constituencies and places like Strangford, mm-hmm. they are they would be pretty confident of coming second this time in South Belfast in mid-down. But then I'm looking at some of the some of the areas coming in there, which are pretty strong DUP as well. I mean, what do we think about the battle for potential second place here? I mean, do we think that the DUP are well-placed to keep their second place status in the constituency, or do we think Alliance may overtake Oh, that's a really. I couldn't call that one. Uh, you could definitely make a case I, I, either way. Um, I think, you know, I, I don't know if I had, if I had to make a guess, I'd say maybe Alliance, maybe. But I mean, by, with very, very little degree of confidence, I think, I think the battle could be uh, for a second could be really, really interesting there. If, if as we probably expect, that Claire Hannah does does hold on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely could definitely be quite closely fought. And you're right to point that out. I mean, the variables of the Greens taking a stab at it again, as Sinn Féin. I mean, we all, we all, we actually forget about 2019, how many candidates actually withdrew from the race um, last time um, yes. as well, which which certainly which certainly helped Clara Hanna. But then also on the unionist side, you have some unionist parties who don't stand as well in, in Westminster, which kind of leads to just, just consolidation of a vote in a first-past-the-post election that you just don't see at locals or in assembly. Yeah, absolutely. We and we did see that, uh, that last time, and um, and we saw you know certainly alliance where it would have been the beneficiary of of of, of packs, um, despite you know um, you know quite often that they, they they don't do packs. That might be the case, but they've certainly been the beneficiary of them, and they probably wouldn't have won that that seat in North Down if, if the Green Party had stood. So, um, the Green Party probably not. It's probably fair to say not the force that they were. Um, you know, certainly they've had a you know they've had a, a per couple of elections there. So I don't know if they would have maybe the same impact if they did run at this time. I I maybe think they would probably you know certainly struggle to to, to keep their deposit. Okay. I so I think you know I think the big the big question is if she, I mean if Sinn Fein don't run then then it's completely like Claire Hannah is is home in a boat like there's there's no issue there. I think that the real interesting will be if 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 they do or if there's some you know if they kind of um some somewhat uneasy electoral pact that kind of that was there the last time if that doesn't really hold again um then that mm-hmm. that, that that's going to make it interesting so um yeah it's i mean okay so we, we we will see okay yeah i know and we've got a long way to go on all this stuff but let's go across the city to another 
quasi-packed constituency, I suppose we call because the SDLP always point out there was no formal deal done on these things. Um, but uh, but North Belfast, were there were only three candidates on the ballot at the last general election. Um, uh, it's currently held by John Finucane on a majority of just under um, 2,000 votes, although it was the first time ever that Sinn Féin won that seat. They've made a run at it many times before, uh, and John Finucane was successful in taking the seat off of the then DUP deputy leader, Nigel Dodds. John Finucane will be seeking a second term this time hotly contested but boundary changes do make this constituency a little bit more positive for Sinn Féin is that am I right in saying that Peter um yes possibly I mean I think it's I mean, it's probably I mean my calculations has been fairly small I I, I think this uh, I'm not going to use the word safe but I, I'd say this you know I would say it's it's I would I would I'd be pretty confident um that Sinn Féin will hold the seat I mean I think they had a very 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 good local election um very very you know very very kind of strong uh recently uh, with with recent elections I think you know their 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 vote has increased quite a bit since 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 the Westminster election and even if you know even if the SDLP do run this time they have had a pretty a pretty miserable time of it um in in North Belfast recently I, I I would say that it's you know I would be I would be surprised if if, if Sinn Féin uh, found themselves at at, at um at risk in North Belfast, albeit a lot of the a lot of the factors that weren't there um, that were, were there in 2019 won't be there anymore. For instance, we, we aren't going to see probably the same degree of tactical voting, may say, amongst potentially you know non Sinn Féin voters piling in behind uh, Sinn Féin this time. So I wouldn't say it's a done deal, but I think certainly just given recent electoral performances and 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 you know given boundary changes, I think it's yeah, I'd say Sinn Féin would definitely be the favourites to, to retain North Belfast this time around. Yeah, and obviously one of the issues the DUP have this time is some of those unionist areas are going into West Belfast, which does kind of hinder their their kind of some of those core those core uh, unionist um, areas that, that that are that border West Belfast are now going into West Belfast, and that of course doesn't really help the 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 DUP's bid to try and get it back um, as North Belfast extends into Glengormley. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about North Belfast, um, interestingly, is um, uh, obviously, the Alliance Party have been growing there as well. They will undoubtedly stand. But we didn't have an SDLP candidate last time, nor did we have the Greens. And of course, the reason why we asked is that John Finucane's majority is just under 2,000. And of course, yes, with boundary changes, that should be padded a little bit. But if the SDLP, if that, if, if, I mean, we talked about it not holding up in South Belfast. So if the SDLP uh, stand in North Belfast and say the Greens stand, I mean, does this, does this put the seat at real jeopardy for John Finucane, or or could he could could he still hold even with those other two parties in the race? Uh, I think he I think he could. I mean, I think probably you know SDLP might. I mean, there's obviously kind of complication factors there, but regarding regarding kind of packs and the kind of the deals that so the the sort of uneasy truce that they had to so the North Belfast for South Belfast swap mightn't hold this time. But that said, I mean. Uh, the SDLP had a pretty poor election, I think, at, this, at the Assembly when uh, Nicola Mallon losing her seat down to 7.8%, down probably to around 4% was my sort of calculation at the, at the locals. I, I can't imagine if they do want to stand. I think they'd be happy enough if they managed to get 5% and keep their deposit in North Belfast. Uh, they will certainly take a chunk out of, out of Sinn Féin's vote, uh, but I think that Sinn Féin Eden would be would be favourites to win it, even if the, even if the SDLP do, do decide to run a candidate this time. Um, albeit it's certainly 
obviously if, if they don't it will it will help but i i think even if 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 if, Shin, if the SDLP do run i think they've had a just they've been on the decline in north belfast recently i think if they do run a candidate it would still be you would still say that Sinn Féin are the favorites to retain and obviously uh, on the unionist side of the fence the dup have been really the only unionist show in town at a westminster level certainly for the past couple of elections i mean we would anticipate even though doug Beatty has said things to the contrary i mean it suppose it's the same thing in reverse with the ulster unionist party you know they're they they would be maybe an irritant to the dup rather than a significant block is that fair yeah yeah I, i'd say and um I mean, I suppose, I mean, with the candidate this time, obviously, you know, it would make a difference. I mean, I think, you know, there was such a, Brexit was such a, a huge impact on, you know, had such a huge impact at the 2019 Assembly. Uh, and that won't be that sort of impetus now, maybe say where you might have had even some alliance to Sinn Féin tactical voting because they wanted to to, to get Nigel Dodds out because you know, people have been unhappy about Brexit. There won't be that this time. So if they want someone else, there may be mightn't be that much of an impetus to to sort of tactically vote um against the DUP if if they you know if they run another candidate. So I mean it's there's there's a lot of considerations and there's a lot to think about. But I think overall when you if you even if you kind of take the kind of the, the high level view in it, I think just given how strong Sinn Fein have been performing over the last couple of electoral cycles, I think they are still the favourites, albeit if everything doesn't go their way, that certainly they're absolutely not safe. And it is certainly, you know, if 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 things if things don't go well for them, there's certainly the, the, the chance that the EUP could take it. But I think just given given what's happened over the last couple of, over the last couple of elections, I I, I still think that yeah, Sinn Fein would be favourites. Okay, excellent. Uh, so that's the picture in North Belfast. Uh, so we've done North Belfast, South Belfast. Let's go to the other marginal, most marginal, in fact, actually the most marginal constituency in Northern Ireland, Fermanagh and South Throne. Now, this constituency has been uh, mostly held by Sinn Féin, with the exception of Tom Elliott's um, uh, win in 20. 20- uh, 15. Um, and Michelle Gildrenew has been the Sinn Féin candidate who has held it consistently since 2001. Um, some of the small boundary chain, I mean, these, these changes are small. They haven't been uh, disruptive, really, to the overall blend. But again, from Anna South Tyrone, there does seem to be, interestingly, Peter, even though Michelle Gildrenew only holds it by just over 50 votes, um, there does seem to be a quiet confidence that Sinn Féin will hold it again. Uh, I, I think that is fair. Um, I think, obviously, you know, Fermanagh and South Tyrone has, has long been an oddity in local politics, given the fact that it's that it's moved between uh, Sinn Féin and 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 a unionist a unionist for so long. I think it's probably, I'd say, it's it's certainly kind of in in terms of how it's been uh, going over the last elections, it's certainly been kind of moving Sinn Féin's way. And I think they would they again, I, I think they would definitely be strong strong favourites to retain. Albeit, it's not uh, similar to North Belfast. It's probably it's probably kind of. A, a safer seat for Sinn Féin than North Belfast, even, but it's it's, it's certainly not a not a done deal. But I, I think you know for for all those reasons I outlined, they, they would certainly be considered favourites there. Yeah, and interestingly, um, obviously, this is the the quintessential kind of pack constituency for unionism, um, uh, with the exception of kind of two thousand and five, where union where the two main unionist parties fought each other. Um, in more recent elections, Tom Elliott has been the the lead unionist candidate in twenty fifteen. Uh, of course, he won the seat. Twenty seventeen, he lost, and then of course he stood again. Um, obviously, this will be a packed seat again, but it'd be interesting to see who the unionist parties seem to put up um, uh, for it to take on Michelle Gilderney. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and that could could make a difference. But it's um, I think my sense is with 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 Fermanagh and South Row, and I I think you know just 
you know, Sinn Féin have done very, very well over the last couple of elections. I think over 44% of the last, um, this last assembly election, um, over 40% again at the locals. I, I think it's, you know, uh, you know, despite, you, you definitely couldn't rule out um, a strong unionist candidate sort of nicking the seat back again. Um, that, that, you know, as, as, we've, as, we, as we've seen before, but I think that, um, Sinn Féin would be would be reasonably confident of of, hold, of holding on there. Um, probably, yeah, maybe even even more so than they would be of holding on North on to North Belfast. Yeah, and it's 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 a fascinating seat for the very reason that um, the margins are always so thin. In fact, was, you know, Fermanagh South Throne was won by as little as four votes mm-hmm, um, yeah. in previous elections as well. So again, it really is the quintessential uh, pack seat. Let's go over again to the east of Northern Ireland. Let's go to North Down. The reason why we go to North Down is uh, Stephen Farry became only the second person in the Alliance Party to actually win a, a Westminster seat. He followed Naomi Long in 2010. He won the seat. It was a bit, a bit of a shock. Most people thought that North Down was the DUPs to lose in 2019. But uh, he actually managed with, from a stand and start, everyone thought Sylvia Harmon was going to run again, and she, she pulled out just as the campaign got started. Um, uh, and he won the seat. Um, now, interestingly enough, this was, even though Alliance don't do PACs, as you were noting earlier, Peter, uh, the SDLP, Sinn Féin, the Greens, pulled out in favour of Stephen Farry and he won that seat. Um, what do we think about um, about North Down? Obviously, the DUP have had issues in North Down with Alex Easton, who was the DUP candidate last time, now an independent um, uh, in the Assembly. What are we thinking about that? I mean, there is talk maybe about the potential of a single unionist candidate going up against yeah. Stephen Farry. And if that does happen, what do we think um, uh, could be the outcome? Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. I think you know, by no means, um, a, you know, a safe line seat. I mean, I think you know, maybe the 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 the, the narrative of alliance continuing to kind of like to do better and better with each election, I think, probably has been uh, probably drawn to a close now after their fairly lukewarm results of the local elections. I mean, I think there there's definitely absolutely a, a possibility that you know uh, that a unionist or I mean, I think um, I, I, it, you know we've we've never seen before a single unionist. Uh, candidate against a, a non-nationalist candidate, but you know, I think if that happens again, I think you know they they would they would presume presumably you know absolutely win easily. Um, we absolutely it, it, it could be a fascinating race. I, th- I think if there is uh, if there is just if 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 the Ulster Unionists and the DUP and Alliance run again, it's certainly by no uh, means a, a straightforward defence for Alliance, but they will they will fancy the chances. It could be very very close. Um, it's all it's always been a, a very very Unusual seat, um, so we, we, you know, there, there's, you know, it would be, a, I think, it would be a, a not not very advisable to kind of to be given any predictions, certainly this far out about what what might happen there. But certainly there there is absolutely the possibility the possibility that the alliance could lose out there either to the DUP or, or to an, an agreed unionist candidate. Yeah, and uh, of course that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be news for the Alliance Party, of course, in 2015. There was a, a single unionist candidate against Naomi Long, of course, in 2015. Mm. Um, but yeah, oh, I agree. Yes, I forgot. Sorry. Yep, I, you're right. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, there's, there is there is form here. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I think if it's a single unionist candidate, I think Stephen Farry is, is going to really struggle to hold on to that seat. But again, if the unionist parties can get their act together, uh, if the unionist parties can't get their act together and if they can't agree someone, because mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to see who the agreed unionist candidate would be in South Down. And South Down is, as we've, uh, sorry, North Down, sorry, um, as we've noted, they like their Mavericks in um, in North they Down. They, they, they tend not to go from Jim Kilfeder, Paul McCartney, Sylvia Herman, you know, it tends to be, 
even if even within unionism, when unionism is going one way, North, North Down will go the other. Um, just to just to um, just to just to throw a spanner in the works. Um, again, North Down not totally impacted by boundary changes. It does take in a wee bit of East Belfast, Garnerville, mm-hmm. which will help the Alliance Party. Um, but again, it's not. There's no dramatic um, changes there that that alter the demographics of the constituencies, which. The reason why we haven't gone deep deep depth on most of these changes is because there's there's fairly nominal changes to most of the of the constituencies anyway. I want to go next door and just take a wee look at East Belfast because of course mm-hmm. um this seat has been uh close enough between the DEP and the Alliance Party really since 2010. Um it was a bit of a shock last time because Naomi Long did run Gavin Robinson close enough, closer than we thought. Um, as she would in 2019. Um, uh, these two have done battle at every Westminster election since 2015. Um, it'll be interesting to see if um, if Naomi Long is the candidate again um, uh, for East Belfast. Um, again, um, some of the changes that are worthy of note is that some of South Belfast is coming in um, to East Belfast, so most of the Liz and the Shire DEA, which... From my reading, is it's good for Alliance, but also was taken in a good number of DUP voters as well. So can they kind of uh, cancel each other out a wee bit there? But 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 what do you make about the battle for East Belfast this time, um, Peter? Um, so I, I think it'll be yeah. But as you say, the the, the boundary changes fairly fairly neutral in the round. I, I think my sense is that I I I, I think the DUP will probably hold it on again. Again, it'll be kind of fairly close. If you know, may depend on who the candidates are. But certainly, I think uh, Alliance. I think they would have been sort of, you know, sort of neck and neck, uh, you know, at the locals with 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 the the DUP. Albeit there would have been sort of like a certainly a five percent TUV vote there, and um, although there was probably about six percent Sinn Fein. So I, I think I would be. I think it'll be cl- close. I, 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 I don't think that there's been enough of evidence in 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 recent years of, of, of alliance kind of growing their vote much since the last time round for me to think that they they maybe have enough to close the gap there. So I, I think it'll be my my guess would be it's going to be business as usual where with a the the DP winning narrowly but not really in any you know it, it's it's alliance can get so close but then it's kind of closing that gap and actually kind of winning. Is, is the tricky part. So I think, again, it. I mean, it, there's obviously the, the potential for surprise, but I think I think that the the DUP would probably would certainly fancy their chances of of, of holding that seat. Um, albeit they could be, you know, pretty close again. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, Gavin Robinson going in as deputy leader for the first time, mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, okay, so let's go to some of the other seats. I mean, where should we be? Because obviously there are 18 seats, and before we get plagued. Um, by people looking at how boundaries have maybe flipped. It is important to note that the Boundary Commission goes out of its way to make sure changes are as small as possible. And they put a lot of effort in. If you read the Boundary Commission report, by the way, you'll be able to see just, to, just the agonizing detail that people that they go into to actually to actually do these changes. Um, what other seats should we be potentially looking at, um, Peter? Because obviously, you know, we kind of just discussed the low-hanging fruit here. But, you know, one of the things about Northern Ireland is that every Westminster election, really since 2001, there has been a shock seat. There's been a seat that just basically people like you, people like me, just have not identified, and it flipped. So North Down was that last time. We all kind of thought the DU, it was the DUPs to lose, 
an alliance won it um, uh, um, in a shock. Obviously, 2010 was Naomi Long ousting the the sitting DUP leader Peter Robinson. Uh, what do you think about um, uh, about uh, th- th- this one? What could be that seat potentially? Oh, okay, hear me out. Lagan Valley. Um, current, I... So, so it's the current constituency of the sitting DUP leader Jeffrey Donaldson has yes. been in unionist hands. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, forever. It was Jim Molyneux, his mentor's seat before, and it's mm. now Jeffrey Donaldson's. Go ahead. So I think the boundary changes have moved, uh, you know, a, a sizable uh, nationalist vote in uh, into the constituency, um, which will have, well, certain, certainly have implications for, for the Assembly, but we'll, we'll leave that for now. Um, it was it was close. It, w- it was reasonably close last time um, in terms of in terms of um, in terms of the the, the DUP over alliance. The alliance vote has held up well. If you look at the what happened at the locals, uh, where alliance got twenty six percent of the vote, uh, Sinn Fein got ten, uh, CLP got five, um, with the with the DUP got on thirty seven percent and the TUV on on three percent. If you, I mean the the combined. Um, alliance and nationalist vote, I think, is just about higher than the higher than the than the vote for the combined vote for the DUP and for the TUV. Now, obviously, there's a sizable you know alliance uh, UUP vote there as well, but you would expect that they would be quite likely to run a candidate who would do very reasonably well again this time as well. Um, I think, I mean, I'm the DUP. I'll just say outright, the DUP are, are the favourites to retain here, but there that this could be like this could be a real real surprise, and I would expect this to be potentially the one that gets a, a, a decent bit of attention. Obviously, you know, with it being the, the, the sitting DUP leader, um, I I have a real sense that um, whilst I think the DUP will be favourites to retain, I would expect the the unionist vote to be up in general from where it was the locals where we saw that there was, you know that there did seem to be uh, you know certainly evidence of, of unionist apathy and i would expect the unionist vote to be up slightly this could be really close i think and this could be one that could be like really really very 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 interesting i think that the boundary um the boundary changes have certainly helped alliance if there is enough of a of a nationalist to alliance tactical vote i i certainly think that this could be a real squeaker and i think this could be an absolutely fascinating race i think this will be this could be the one that gets a, 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 a lot of uh, a lot of attention as we kind of get get in towards the running towards the election. Fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I mean, Lagan Valley is interesting. You're right, source with did pull a very strong vote. It was one of those weird constituencies where people went from the DUP, skipped the Ulster Unionists, and went straight to the Alliance Party. It was one of those seats where where that happened, where almost the DUP vote dropped and the Alliance vote increase was almost the. The, the same uh, so it was one of those fascinating constituencies where that where that happened where people where, where voters just kind of skipped over one party and went to another and um, the other um seat that i want to take you up to just because it is worth uh, noting because it was a massive swing in 2019 which is foil um foil again which is an sdlp citadel again the sdlp have always held that seat with the exception of 2017 to 2019 but Sinn Féin's victory was short-lived they absolutely imploded in foil uh going down to just 20 percent of the vote and the sdlp went up to about 57 58 percent of the vote um what's your sense about foil this time boundary changes don't really don't really do very much i mean it marginally hurts the sdlp but again the sdlp have an absolutely stonking majority up there of about seventeen thousand votes um what's your sense i mean Sinn Féin have been polling around 30 percent of the vote in northern ireland um in the last recent elections and most polls have them up around 30 31 and if they're polling like at that across northern ireland 
Foyle surely has to be, if that's their vote across Northern Ireland, Foyle surely has to be in their sights, even with a strong SDLP majority up there. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, so if you look at the locals, I think it, uh, Sinn Féin got 38%, the SDLP's 25%, so they, they are well ahead. The, the, you know, the, the SDLP vote is, is well down. It, it is really going to come out to, um, um, you know, will will Economies would um, personal vote be enough to get him home? Um, this could be really, 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 really close. Um, if I had to stick my neck out, I'd say maybe Sinn Féin are slight favourites to, 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 to regain the seat uh, that they, they lost the last time round, but I uh, wouldn't be very confident in this. Um, I It's it's going to be really, it could be a really, really interesting one, but certainly um, the, you know, it's, there isn't, you know, there isn't that much of an, unlike say South Belfast, there isn't that much of a, say, an alliance vote to squeeze here. Um, that is going to come down probably, you know, to to there's going to there has been clearly a, a significant um, Sinn Féin to SDLP swing. Um, it's certainly, you know, he could certainly hold on, but I'd say just, you know, given given the kind of the the fact that there was such a, and again there was like a lot of one-offs around Brexit uh, around 2019, which aren't really in play anymore. Um, I think it's it's certainly it's certainly the SDLP they might be able to hold on, but they they are certainly up against it. Yeah, it's a fascinating seat just in terms of obviously the SDLP are pretty strong up there um, and obviously it seems to have its own kind of political um, dynamic. And again, Colin Eastwood coming in as the MP. I, for me, I think I think in terms of where things are, I think the SDLP are probably favourites to hold it. But again, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who Sinn Féin can pick as their candidate up there because there's no obvious challenger to Colin Eastwood. Um, at this stage, um, and obviously the other thing um, really took out for there is, um, is you know, can Sinn Féin really mobilise that vote? And interesting to see how much of a tactical unionist vote there is up there. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, uh, um, but again, it's a, it's an interesting case because 2015, uh, Mark Durkin Sr. increased his majority in 2015. But of course, Alicia McCallion then took the seat in 2017 very narrowly. And then, of course, it swung all the way back to the SDLP in 2019. So it is, it, it's a lot of variations, so a lot can happen. So it definitely is one to watch. Um, any other constituencies, Peter, you think that we could be potentially um, uh, looking out for? Uh, I know you've mentioned lag and by there. I've taken us up the foil. But before we wrap up, is there any other constituencies that you think are worth maybe looking at? Um, so very quickly, and I'll, I'll not go into these in, in any depth. So I think you have the, what a couple of, a couple of um, you know, I guess you would probably turn them Sinn Féin, uh, Sinn Féin DUP, Marginal, East London, Derry, and Upper Ban. Um, a little bit of excitement around the local elections when they came, when, when Sinn Féin probably had the highest vote in, in both of those. Um, and it was like a, a lot of excitable chatter that Sinn Féin might end up winning those Westminster seats. Uh, Upper Ban, absolutely not going to happen. The DUP will, will comfortably retain. Um, East Derry is a little bit more interesting. That could be closer than people expect, um, but I would like really, really be surprised. Um, I said, I think I said a few, a few months ago that they had, Sinn Féin had this, the same chance of winning East Derry that, that, that Spurs will have of winning the league. I probably stick by that. Um, albeit I, that could be that could be reasonably, you know, yeah. maybe slight not 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 as uh, much of a, a certainty as, as it maybe seems. So I think the DUP will retain those. Um, I think we've covered everything interesting. I think Strangford is a little bit like Lagan Valley, and I think that'll be closer than people expect. Mm-hmm. Um, the alliance came reasonably close last time. I think they'll come even closer this time. Um, it's. I, I think you know ultimately the the, the DUP are, are very very likely to retain that. But I think that that could be one that that that. 
is it's not an obvious one in terms of kind of people might be watching in terms in terms of in, in terms of the race there, but that that could be um, uh, if, if, if given enough of a of a, of a, a nationalist to alliance tactical vote that that could be that could be uh, certainly I think closer than people expect it's going to be. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, of course, in all these seats about the chatter about packs. You know, I know yes. Colin Eastwood was on Slugger TV, and he was talking about the seats that are potentially left on the pitch um, by parties not working together at a Westminster election. I know East Derry is certainly part of that calculation as well, and all those other seats um, that you're talking about as well. So, Ian, we're all assuming the parties stand out, or whether they or whether they run again. You know, so so there's so many different variables and dynamics. Um, uh, but of course, if you want to go and read the boundary review, um, you can check it out online. Uh, uh, we'll put a link to it in the post um, uh, that accompanies this podcast, by the way, uh, so you can go and look at them yourself. Uh, and again, it'll be an absolutely fascinating election because first past the post creates different dynamics from an STB election um, as well. But look, Peter, thank you so much for going through this with us. We hope um, uh, you've all found this really helpful in navigating the potentials for the next Westminster election. But again, we may come back to this as we come up and get all the candidates and runners and riders firmed up uh, as we come as we come to it in the next seven or eight months potentially, and uh, and come back and redo this. But that just leaves me to say thanks very much to Peter Donahue for uh, coming on here, and uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>